What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 131 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. What's going on, man? Just, you know, just enjoying another day. Just enjoying another day. Beautiful out there today. I mean, it wasn't too hot. No, God dang it. Got a good rain the other day. I mean... I actually, I actually uh, went out on the boat with my parents uh, today, which is Sunday, uh, earlier this afternoon. Uh, we got out on the boat, and it was really pretty interesting because, you know, that sun would, you know, poke out or whatever, and it'd be like, oh, God, it's about to get hot. And it's like, no, it just it's never – I mean, it was nice. like at that perfect 78 degrees. Yep. Like, it, it never got cool, but it never got too hot. I mean, you were good in a T-shirt and shorts, and – that was good fishing. It, was, it would have been a good fishing day. It would have been. Was it very busy over there at the lakes or not too bad today? Uh, you know, uh, it, it didn't seem too bad. I mean, the the lake was really pretty manageable. It always kind of seems like everybody goes bananas on the 4th of July and, and the then, week after, yep. you know, it kind of dies down. It eases off a little bit. But I also think that there's a lot of people that have kind of caught on to that and are, you know, like going piss on it. We'll, right. we'll leave on the fourth and Avoid we'll, the we'll go the week and, after. So, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it was good. It was good. Uh, traffic wasn't too bad. Uh, we kind of putzed around on West Lake and, um, uh, you know, in that 12 foot range, you know, eight foot range. And it was just kind of fun. We did a lot more, uh, uh, instead of looking in front of us on the boat where we should have been looking, <laughs> we were looking off the side, you know, looking for bluegills and, I don't know. Just having fun and, and uh, no. enjoying the day. Yep, that's right. Uh, did you guys get any fishing done off the dock or not today? We never did. We never did. Uh, you know, me and Kayla just drove up this morning, uh, went out to eat at the gardens over there at Okaboji. Uh, that's in the central emporium down on the bottom level. Should have brought a rod, you know, as I was waiting for my burger. Could have walked out there, but I didn't. And uh, um, no, after that, we took the boat out and that's, that's really all we did over there. We, I don't know, we were over the, only over there for, I don't know, four hours or something, but, uh, day was too nice to be sitting at home. So, uh, right. Yeah, definitely. So, um, one thing, uh, little housekeeping before we really get into the episode, uh, as we mentioned last week, uh, I'm going to be gone this whole entire coming week here. Uh, I'm going to be out in the black Hills. Hopefully by the time most of you guys listen to this episode, uh, I'll either already be out there or, uh, on my way. Um, and then the day that I come back, Matt is taking off and he's heading up North. So, uh, give us a little grace here over the next three weeks. Um, work with us. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're still planning on kicking out episodes. Um, I don't know if, if, uh, you know, if, if I'll have a guest host at some point, uh, you know, if me and Matt will do one over the phone, uh, if I'll have a guest host and we'll still talk to Matt over the phone, may, you know, if, if Matt's busy, maybe, you know, I, we don't know. We don't know where this is going to go. That's right. Uh, I, I can tell you one thing. I'm not getting on here by myself and just <laughs> rambling. So, uh, um, I think, I think that, uh, like I said in the last episode, I think it'd be kind of fun to do one while I'm out fishing. I'm, I'm, I'm totally to 100% game with that. I am, I'm 100% game with that. Uh, I, I hope that, uh, something like that'll work. Um, you know, just, just don't get to grunting and making noises. Like when you're, well, if, if, I won't, I won't be fishing then. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't record that late at night. <laughs> I don't record that late at night. Um, you got you do plan on doing any fishing out at the Black Hills? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're actually gonna bring uh, 
Actually, this morning, I rented a pontoon out on Sheridan Lake. Oh, cool. Uh, we were going to. We tried. Uh, two days ago, we looked on Pactola, and there was still a couple pontoons available. So I'm like, ah, yeah, no problem. And uh, the, today, I went back on there and thought, ah, you know, I'll get one of them booked, uh, you know, whatever. All gone. So I uh, ended up going over to uh, Sheridan Lake Marina, and they did have a pontoon available so uh, you know i would have liked to have gotten out on pactola just because uh uh you know bigger cliffs and whatnot just you know kind of the neatness yeah. of that but uh sheridan lake will be a hell of a lot of fun too so i don't know me and the kids will bring some poles uh you know maybe try to jig for some bluegills cast for some uh some rainbows you know just just kind of dick around yeah. and you know see what happens we've got it booked for i don't know six hours or something like that and uh yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll do it until we get bored. Yeah, that's going to be a good time. Yep, I think so too. Uh, um, I think one of the days we're going to go down to Center Lake, and uh, um, they've got a nice swim beach there that Euler told me about. Uh, he said, you know, there's a lot of lakes that have swim beaches, but he said, yeah, go down to Center, and there's probably a good chance you might be the only people down there. I kind of like that, and uh, that's we, a cool area that's yep. in Center Lake, yeah. right? And we know that thing's plumb full of fish, so yeah. uh, <laughs> go down there and. Uh, maybe lean on a couple of those and get some pictures and I don't know, uh, could be fun. Gonna what about yourself, you? You, you plan on doing any fishing up you're gonna there? You're going to get yourself a Pactola oh, paddler? Oh, you bet your ass I'm going to get a Pactola <laughs> paddle. Those are the ice cream bars at the Pactola Pines, uh, uh, Marina. And I don't know. We're not actually staying like, I guess we are kind of staying a little ways far, but either way I'm going there. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm going to go at least one. get one, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm God dang it. I'm I'm really, really, really looking forward to this trip. I yeah, just, it should be a fun time for you I'm, guys. Uh, you know, just I think we're gonna have some campfires uh, at night. You know, maybe get at some oiler firewood, uh, yeah. get her burning, and do some redneck stuff. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what we're gonna blow up, but I mean, <laughs> if if you hear a big kaboom, it wasn't us. You know where the that's what I'm are. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What about you, Matt? Are you going to do some fishing when you go up north? Oh, I suppose I'll wet a line here or there. <laughs> you know, the the good thing about this, uh, you know, you're 20, 22 days in uh, uh, to catching. 23. I've 23, caught in the past 23 days in a row now. 23 days in a row. Yeah. And uh, so. Hopefully I can keep it going this week. I was going to say, you keep it going this week, and then, I mean, it should be halfway easy, barring, like, major rain up there, correct? Right, but I was even thinking about if it's if it's raining, I'm still going to try to get out oh, there. Oh, you have to. You, I mean, <laughs> right. you're this far deep. What's, what's the goal here? What, what do you think? I don't know. I was, just, I was just going. I was just like, nah, just to see how, how many days I can go. And the thing that I've kind of enjoyed about doing it is... Uh, it's it's forced me to go out there in the rain a few times and yep, stand there yep. and it's kind of i sat been, with you yeah, the other day in the rain we got, there was a pretty good soaker and stuff yeah. so no it's i don't know i just decided the one day it's like hey let's just see how long we can keep this going and i've been fortunate enough to catch a bass every day for the last 23 days and i mean some of them aren't very big but it's still a bass so yeah, that, they all count and you know you never know like i've caught plenty of drum I had a drum just smack a crankbait yesterday. Just about ripped the rod out of my hands. I was just like, "Whoa, what's the, this?" There's more goofy fish in that in that river than oh, yeah. what a guy realizes. I mean, I've caught bluegills in there. I've caught largemouth bass. I caught in a there. largemouth the other day too. Yeah. Yeah, and you know when when I was catching a lot of those goofy fish, and I don't mean to say that they're goofy fish, uh, just not normal rock river fish. 
But uh, that was kind of in 2014, right after uh, the levee broke in the Laverne, Laverne, Minnesota dam. And, and, you know, I think it sent a lot of different fish down our way. But, uh, you know, that's... Even there for a while, people were catching catching crappies in the river. Yeah, exactly. It was nuts. Exactly. But, uh, But no, yeah, plan on getting in plenty of fishing. We'll be staying up there on Lake Mary right by Alexandria like we always do and heck yeah uh we'll fish that a lot and actually it's kind of looking forward to it because uh Chris uh, Rothmeyer from the Fish Addictions crew he's got himself a little camper up there now so he probably is going to be up there for a couple of the weekends that we were up there maybe hook up with him and oh yeah maybe see him out on the water that's kind of always fun um uh, no I this year I think my goal up there is going to be just to try to you know fish some find more spots to fish on the lake yep instead of just always going to the same spots and everything uh, do you do you ever go off to the other lakes or oh yeah pretty, every yeah. once no every once in a while we'll we'll pull the boat off i mean we've been to lake reno right by there before we've been up to lake ida uh, a couple of the other little lakes right in that area i mean it's just the it's just so fun up there that you can kind of bump around you know jump around the little lakes in a matter of no time and right you know, be fishing somewhere else. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool. We found, we talked to people before and they've talked to, you know, at the resort and they've, oh, the fish are biting over here at this lake. This is where we've been going. So it's just like, all right, let's just run over there and see what's happening. So, yeah. I mean, you got all day to do it. So you might right. as well. And hopefully this year I'll, I'm really going to try and hopefully it's going to happen. I'm going to go over and bother Merwin for a while over at Osakis. So, yeah, you know, you should go over there unbeknownst. And throw a bunch up. of fireworks outside of his house. Some, <laughs> Just show up. some morning early. I don't. I'm not, no, I'm all right. Oh come on, you <laughs> pussy. <laughs> nope. So not looking forward to it. It's always fun. It's a good time. It'll just be Emily and I up there the first week, and then my family comes up the second week. So then get the nieces and the nephews out there fishing, and my brothers. So you bet. Be a good time. You bet. Uh, Matt, there's been some pretty wild stuff going on up oh, in. South, I don't know, East Central South, South Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, up in the Clark area lately. It's, I mean, we always like to talk about good things out in the fishing world, but, you know, sometimes bad things happen. I mean, the other day up on Indian Springs, early morning, I think, it was foggy out. Is that what Co- it was? Yeah, fog caused a boat accident, and uh, one person was killed, and uh, the other ones were injured. I think the other injured parties are going to make a recovery and everything like that. But I mean, still, you know, one person's life was lost. So that, I mean, that always sucks. You know, that fog is nothing, nothing to mess with. I mean, it is crazy stuff. I was talking to Jeff Cruz about that yesterday and, uh, the other day. And that time you and I and Grady were out on Okaboji and it was really foggy. Oh man. And that one dude went flying. Right. It's like, you don't worry about like, like we're controlling ourselves and stuff like that. And, I just, some people just, it's like, I don't, it was bad that day. We I heard mean, that boat coming and it's, it's like, like, where is he going to come up? Right. And, and he finally did. And he was, I mean, you know, you yeah, start 10 yards your, away from us right, and it's you like, wanna, dude, you start honking your horn and stuff like that. I, it's especially at a place like Okaboji where it is busy all the time. For sure. For sure. You know, but yeah, so that happened. And then only a few days later, this guy and his wife were Is this fishing. the craziest story of all time? It's, it, it's gotta be. It, it has to be. He was fishing with his wife and hooked their bottom bouncing, hooked into a, a northern pike, yep. yeah, a big one, and was fighting it up alongside the boat, and it broke his line underneath the bottom bouncer, and the bottom bouncer come flying into the boat, 
and hit him in the chest. And he right away was like, oh, you know, and he fell down and stuff. And his wife thought. You and know, daughter. He, and daughter. Yep, yep. His daughter was with him, too. They just thought he was joking because he's kind of, apparently he's kind of a jokester guy like we yeah, all are. Yeah, just broke a fish That's off. That's what like they thought. They were, they were just like, oh, he's just like making a scene. But then all of a sudden they were just like, well, what's going on? The wire part of the bottom bouncer went right into his chest. Like and Steve right Irwin into his, style. Right, right into his heart. I mean, how crazy and just unbelievable is that? I mean, went right into his freaking heart. And, you know, so they were smart enough. They didn't panic or anything like that and pull it out. Thank God they didn't. And, uh, you know, she had to drive the boat back to the launch. They called 911 while out there and said, we're going back to this boat launch. Yep. And uh, so they started heading back there. And they said that, I mean, it was a painful ride for them. You know, every wave they hit and (laughs) stuff like that. And... uh, she got it up to the dock, and they were the rescue squad was there waiting for him, and they got him in the ambulance and brought got him to the hospital. And then I think like the 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 fire department guys helped her load the boat up and everything like that because uh, I'm she obviously went probably with him to the hospital, right. but but no, I I guess that you know even during the surgery, like I think that he might have coded at no one kidding. point. Yeah. I know I know that in the Facebook post that I read, that doctor flat out said like. There is absolutely zero reason he's still alive. Like, right. this should have been a done deal. Right, because I think that there was, like, bleeding or something like that there, and, yeah. Yeah, they ended up, something, like, they ended up having to, like, pop something because it had, like, like clotted, and then there was a bunch of... sack or yeah. something like that, yeah. Yeah, how the hell do you know that yeah, word? Just, just because, I just, I know. Um, so, I took a cardiac rehab class in college. So, You're lying to me. No, right I did. Now. Seriously? Yeah, I had to watch an open heart surgery and everything like Shut that. Shut up. A and real one in real life? Not in real life. It's on video, but one of the dudes in the class stood up, passed out right after. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> it was crazy. But anyways, yeah. So, uh, it, it, yeah. Thankfully, he's all right now, but that is just the weirdest thing that I've ever heard is oh, a for, bottom bouncer I mean, wire going right into somebody's heart. Out of everything in the whole entire world, like if, if you're out fishing... I mean, you know, you you know that there's that chance that another boat runs into you. Right. You know that there's yep. that chance that, you know, you you get punctured by a hook, whether it be in the back of the head, you know, in a finger, you know, who knows where. I mean, you know that you could fall in and hit your head on the boat. Yeah. I mean, who in a million fr- – I bet you he's the only guy in the whole entire world that's it's ever had happened. that injury. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ever. I mean, to have that. Has he? Has there ever been anyone else that's even had a bottom bouncer come out of a snag or come off of a fish and just come back and, and you know, puncture their leg, puncture right. their arm, you know, like, oh, man. I, even, I mean, I just don't. I mean, how, you think about how much force had to be coming behind that for it to be able to go. And just to hit just right in between the ribs and, you know, the sternum and all that stuff to go. It's nuts. That I mean, easily, easily, easily. Probably the craziest fishing five, story yeah, I've ever. Top five, uh, you know, craziest fishing stories. Probably number one. It, I, it really is. I mean, when I first heard it, I was like, "There's no way. There's no right. way this is real." And all of a sudden, it's just like, "Yeah, they start. You start seeing the posts pop up, and uh, <laughs> definitely, I, I, definitely a crazy, crazy definitely deal." Definitely had somebody looking over him. No day. doubt about it. Um, and actually, right before we started recording this, I read something on Facebook. I don't know. I believe it was out of Lake Ponset. I believe there was a skiing accident. I don't know any details to it, but I heard that uh, um, the kid or the guy um, 
was in was going into surgery uh you know basically an hour ago uh some sort of skiing accident on lake Ponset. so god dang it man like you know this is it's summertime we're all just trying to have fun and and you know i mean bad 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 stuff is happening so uh, to uh still... to everybody who's you know involved in any of these stories uh god dang it hat and hats off to you we're we're pulling for you and uh yeah yeah I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, freaky stuff happens. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. I, mean, I mean, that's why we always say you got to take every day for, you know, take it for what it is and enjoy it. and No doubt. Be good to people. No doubt about it. Uh, Matt Bassmaster Elite Series up uh, on Lake Champlain in New York. And it was fun. And it was an absolute slugfest, like, the whole entire time. This, you know, Jeremy K., uh, messaged our group today and was just like this last day is like one of the coolest last day it, it really was it was an awesome last day the whole tournament was awesome how many people led today on bass track it was all over the place i mean you look at nobody clearly ran away with this thing i mean it was pretty cool to watch a tournament where everybody in the top 10 coming into the weigh-ins had a legit shot of like being like yeah yeah you know, if they, they could if they catch up close to 20 like right they, they could they, do this yeah right so i mean keith combs just, i mean no one thought he was going to end up in second place. No, and he, I mean on Bass he, Track, he was like down in sixth place, and he uh, came in with three, four pounds more than what he had on Bass Track. So I mean, it was I mean, like the top five was only like separated by like a couple pounds. Yeah. So it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to brag or anything, but I do think that I won uh, Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing for our crew. Yeah, you had a good week. I did. You want to say that one more time? You had a good week. And you know what? And I have a couple to pay days, up. A couple, yeah, you do. You So so here's something. Here is something. Uh, I picked Kyle Monty. Matt picked Brett Pruitt. Who is no longer fishing in the Elite who Series. Who out of the Elite Series. Unbeknownst to me paying, paying attention. So. And then I turn around and say, golly, I shouldn't have picked Kyle Monty. I should have picked Gary Klaus. Gary Klaus. <laughs> Also, also out of the elite series <laughs> so i mean technically i mean i didn't read the fine print but uh um no you you beat me on all three of our bets you beat me did i all three all three all of three? them all three of them <laughs> oh, you beat man, me it's good to kyle, be good kyle, kyle monty was finished lower than i had said pruitt so i was out automatically because he wasn't fishing anyways so fighter you beat lester fighter beat lester and then schmidt or when he uh, held up his bass today, he had a large mouth and a small mouth. So it feels <sighs> good to be king. So yep, it feels good to be a gangster, huh? It does. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster, real gangster. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I was looking at the photos before I come over here too, and I was like, oh, at least say I won that one or something nope. like that. The whole top ten. All were holding two smallies. That's all the fun about smallies. where they were fishing, man. I know they were all, but you had said. You had said a large oh, mouth, oh, and yeah, I yeah. said that they're going to be too large mouth, and I was just like, "Oh, come on, be too large mouth." And you had said so. All of them had two smallies in their hands, so I was like, "Okay, come on, be too smallie." So then he doesn't win that one. I don't win it. That's a draw. Nope. I look at it, and it's a smallie mm-hmm. and a large mouth, and I was yeah. like, "Ah!" I knew Brian Schmidt was going to win too. You're lucky you didn't bet <laughs> me on that. I should. I thought about picking him too. So I did. You secretly kind of want Keith Combs to win there at the end? No, I didn't want Keith Combs to win. Really? No. Really? Not a Keith Combs fan or just didn't really want him to I just I mean 
Brian Schmidt, n- yeah. new guy, had never won a blue trophy before your game with that. Yep. Okay. I don't know. He I deserved just, a win, so I mean, he had a good, solid, you know, nice. It seemed like a tournament. nice guy. Right. He does seem like it. So yeah, I was just happy to see see him get that trophy and uh, the other guys, you know, that finished up there. I mean, the whole top ten was kind of a good good crew of guys that. I was pumped up to see Zaldane doing good. Yeah. If that if that guy, I mean, every single time in these tournaments that he's not doing good, he's chucking out that big mag draft, going yeah. for the biggest bite he possibly can, and, and that's good. That's good. And whatever. But I don't know. Like, at some point in time, he's got to kind of realize, like, you know, what about, you know, and who knows? Maybe he said, you know what, going into this year, I am strictly – going to throw that big mag draft the whole entire year i'm going to stick with it just see what happens i know i'm you know i mean he was high up in angler of the year last year and uh so you know maybe he just knew hey you know what i'm i'm not gonna i'm I'm gonna do it for a whole entire year see what happens and then you know just as an experiment but man i gotta think that uh he's he's starting to think "Mm, you know maybe you know there are spots you know i mean do it on fork do it on right. pork. I mean, there are spots where you know you can get away with that, but uh, I think he's a, I think he's the type of angler though that he is good enough where he uh, he'll he'll use the other stuff to get his limit. But then I mean, he does have that ability to pick up that big bait and start chucking it and hucking it around and try to kick get those kicker fish where a lot of people don't. I mean, this week on I watched plenty of Bass Live where he was drop shotting and doing right. all that stuff and you know catching a bunch of cookie cutters that it was just like. You know, eventually it's like you can keep catching three, four pounders, and it's just like eventually you got to try to get that big one. Well, so. cookie cutter to a top ten. So I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah. if you want to get the win, I mean, you're going to have to eventually get that five pound kicker or something like right. that. And uh, sometimes you got to pick up that big bait and just huck it and hope for the best. Right? So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I no, it was a fun tournament. I really, oh, for I sure. really, I really for enjoyed sure. that. Champlain is such a cool cool lake every time they go there it's like we said you don't know if it's going to be large mouth or small mouth or a combination of both and yeah it, it proved it this week that i mean those guys yeah everybody caught them yep i uh i had sent out a text message a couple days ago saying that i was gonna officially pass jeremy k up in uh in fantasy fishing and i don't know how but i continued to have a good week and i actually like i was up in i don't know maybe seventh place for a little bit and somehow like you know i was like at eight or uh, uh 1238 and i ended up finishing like at 1208 and just those 30 points i dropped down and i'm right. back in 11th place now and jeremy's still up there in eighth or something like that and freaking moron <laughs> well it all comes down to this week so it does and i i so just get them set get them set uh where are you at you in second right now no, you went third? I, I dropped. Did you I, drop? I think I dropped the ways. I didn't even look because I was, I ended up in like the 900s and I knew it wasn't going to be. Sorry about your luck. No, you don't care. You're happy <laughs> You're about right. it. I don't, I don't one bit. I don't one bit. Matt is uh, down in seventh. Jeremy in eighth. Uh, C.L. Tiller in ninth. Isaac Dahl in 10th. Me in 11th me in 11th uh yeah that is it dustin nielsen i think so dustin nielsen man that dude he consistently freaking puts him on there 712 hooker is 
I think that's Melissa Grave. Yep, that's Melissa. M Grave doesn't do much when when it's Matt and Melissa, but uh, uh, Jay Brink. I'm assuming it was her because she definitely is the she, better yeah, better of the two, two all around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean she I mean, catches them. She picks the fantasy teams. Shout so. out to them. Did you see that they did a tough mutter up by like Minneapolis or something this did weekend? They? That's good. Mm. She probably beat she probably beat them beat him in that too. Well, I mean, if you're not gonna just trip him. That's right. Just trip him. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of fantasy fishing, uh, we got Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing Pundit on the show uh, today. Rich Lindgren, better known as Hella Bass. Um, we got I, we got Rich on the show. Uh, um, you know, we're we're getting down to the end of uh, the Elite Series year, and uh, we thought we'd talk to Rich and you know, kind of kind of talk, just see how this is going to shake up. So uh, yeah, without further ado, we're going to get over to Rich. Hey, Rich, how's it going? What's up, dirtbags? <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're supposed to call you a dirtbag. You don't call us dirtbags. How yeah, dare you? How dare you? You've been on a roll this week on Facebook, Rich. Like, I, you know, every single chance you can, you've been taking shots, yeah, he, and I like it. He kind of fact checks us. I don't like that. Called us out on our BS. I think he's the only guy that that <laughs> might actually listen to our show. We were sitting here thinking it was zero listens, but Rich, you've come in and and you know kind of put that feather in our cap. Yeah, when I'm walking the dog and I'm shaking my head, I feel like I have to just send a note to let you know you guys. I do it. I do it for other podcasts too. Just, you know, so. <laughs> well, we appreciate yeah. that. Uh, Rich, you had a tournament this morning, right? Yeah, I did. And mm-hmm. how did it go? It was not impressive. Little not... pack didn't execute. Okay, like fourteen pounds took where, twenty to win. Took where, twenty, huh? Where were you at? Uh, Lake Marion and Lakeville. Oh, all right. It's okay. it's a lake close to my house. It's got big fish in it, but honestly, I despise the lake. Not, <laughs> and I've cashed a lot of checks on that lake, but it just I don't know. It's my least favorite lake to fish around my house by far. Is that a smallmouth or a largemouth fishery? All largies. Okay. Okay. What what were you throwing, or can you say? Uh, you don't have to. Half, half my fish came on a Bass Tech tungsten jig, uh, and the other half came on a Maxent General. Okay, is it a pretty deep lake, or is it kind of just a bowl? Not, not really. I think twenty five thirty feet is about as deep as it gets. Okay. Yeah. Well, good enough. At least you got out, Matt. Yeah. Matt, how how many days in a row are you right now? Twenty three. Twenty three days in a row of catching a bass. Yep. I think I'm at like 63 days in a row of not catching a fish, period. <laughs> we need to change that. So then there's that. <laughs> um, Rich, uh, obviously uh, you're a Bassmaster uh, pundit for the fantasy fishing, and uh, um, you know Bassmaster uh, Elite Series is coming to an end here uh, pretty quick, uh, so we thought we'd have you on and uh, kind of talk over the AOI race, which uh, Minnesota's own Seth Fighter has is, is, uh, got a pretty commanding lead. And uh, this will be the first year in a few years that they're actually going to be dropping some people at the end of the year. So we thought we'd uh, talk to you about that along with some other stuff. Uh, but Seth Fighter right now is at 699 points. Uh, Patrick Walters at 644. Uh, when was the last time that we've had somebody truly run away with an AOI like this? Mm, I feel like maybe Aaron Martins. Didn't he, like, I think he basically didn't even have to catch a fish or just had to catch one fish, like, I, on Lake St. Clair. Or did the Gerald Schwindel have that, too, one yeah, time? G-Man had that that time that the Angler of the Year 
thing was up on Malax where he just had to yeah, go out. Was, and that catch. was a little tighter. He had right. to finish in the top was thirty it? out of fifty five, maybe. Okay. I thought it so was I would say that's probably similar to what fighter's at. Right. Um right. Like if he so basically he has to finish forty five or better. Forty fifth. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah, forty five or better. 45th. Yeah, something like that. And Walters needs to win, right? Like, right. Well, yeah. So, that's like, the, if Walters I mean. finishes twentieth, then like Fighter only has to finish like seventieth or, or whatever, right? So yeah. And you know, I mean, if if this was on Pickwick or you know, uh, you know, some title fishery or, or something, you know, it's kind of like, eh. I mean, this is, I mean, we're going into a fishery that, I don't know. I mean, if Fighter had to have circled one on the calendar at the beginning of the year. This may have been it. I mean, dude's more of a largemouth fisherman than than what people realize. But I mean, this is this is kind of his place, right? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely good. He's been very strong. I mean, he's he's definitely gotten. I mean, I would say he's way better on Champlain than he is on St. Lawrence. Right. Um. And but he's definitely been getting more consistent and better at St. Lawrence the more times they go there. Um. Because we really, I mean, in Minnesota, and I guess even where you guys, are, there's nothing. I mean, we got smallmouth, but there's nothing like the St. Lawrence where we live. right like. It's just a completely different fishery. You can see the bottom in 10, 20 feet of water, and you got a three-mile-an-hour current. Like, it's 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 much different, right? And the Mississippi is not anything like it, and Lax is nothing like it, anything like that. So I think he's gotten to the point now where he's, uh, you know, kind of figured it out. Um, but I guess, you know, that being said, he's a northern angler. He has to feel good. He's had really good finishes there. But on the flip side, this is going to be a really tight tournament as well, much like Champlain, right? So, mm-hmm. like, everybody's going to catch, like, 15, 16 pounds, right? Or, or what? you know what I mean? It's, like, super tight. So, like, you could go out and catch 14, 15 pounds, which in most places would be like, well, that definitely holds serve. But you could be in 80th place with 14 pounds. Exactly. That's just, So, yeah. while it is, you know, it makes it seem like it's a slam dunk, because it's a northern fishery and it's smallmouth and all that, but when you have these weights where everybody's catching them, right, then there is a little risk, right? Because you can actually catch them, but you miss a couple good ones and you, you end up with a couple 14 inches in your bag, and then all of a sudden there's 70 guys in front of you. So, now, do I think that's going to happen? No. I think, honestly, knock on wood, as long as the, the mercury you know, ballistic gets them back into the weigh-in every day, the first two days. I think it's it's pretty much wrapped up. Yeah. Well, being a pundit, where where do you think he's going to finish? Just throw a number um, out there. Um, I put him in the twenties. Twenties. Right. Where do you put Walters? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't. I haven't done a bunch of homework to. Uh, I feel like. Walters is a little unique because up until recently, uh, Northern Swing has kind of been Walters' Achilles heel. But clearly he had a top 10 on Champlain. Uh, Live Scope will probably play some, uh, especially if they can get on the lake. Now, it sounds like the wind forecast is going to be breezy. So getting on the lake and with the long run, it's like an hour, hour and a half run to the lake from where they're launching. But in the heavy current, you can sometimes see the fish on live scope. You sometimes can't. Um, so I, I don't know. That, that's a good question. I mean, if it was on St. Clair, I'd be like, oof, probably top 10 here. I, I think he's a top 20 to 40. Now, Chris Johnston sitting at uh, 630 points, uh, technically 69 points behind. 
is that totally obsolete? I mean, this, I mean, this is I mean, his home water, right? I mean, I mean, any of those guys have a chance if they win, and Seth finishes 80th or below. Yeah. Right? I mean, but so I mean, Seth just needs to go out and you know just make it to Saturday, and it's you know and it's over. Wrapped up. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, basically, like you said, as long as the motor doesn't blow up or, or you know, I guess freak penalties. You know, can you imagine uh, making a cast with two pounds or, or making a cast with six fish, you know, and getting that two-pound penalty? Yeah, if he like goes, you like, said. Nick, like, three times in a row <laughs> in the same day or something. Yeah, same tournament, yeah. He seems like he just does it all the time. I don't know about that. He gets in the zone. You get excited, I guess, but. Come on, but you've been in the Nick, zone. his credit is won every tournament. Uh, that he's done that right yeah isn't that crazy well i mean let's be honest you, you know jason christie had it and all of a sudden he went on a tear afterwards it was like oh my gosh like he start fishing a little different i suppose yeah yeah i guess when you don't have anything to lose you know whatever well you talked yeah, think, you talked yeah. about it rich there like with the weights being so close where you could have 14 pounds like out in champlain and still be in 80th place i mean that was just crazy how we can go from some tournaments you know like the Sabine and stuff like that where uh, nobody, like the whole field is not catching a limit. Now all of a sudden you go out to Champlain. I mean, how many three-pound bass do you think were caught this week oh, at geez. Champlain? <laughs> yeah, several thousand for sure. <laughs> it's just Isn't nuts like watching live. I mean, these guys would hook up and it's just like, oh, that one, nope, that one's not going to help them. But it's like, it's a great fish. It's, it's like, nope, not going to help them. Were the weights higher on Champlain than what you thought, Rich? Yeah, because they were actually a little bit higher than they were last year. Right. Which I thought was surprising, being that we were closer to the spawn, and it was like, oh, the fish are going to be a few ounces light. But I don't know. There was more 20-pound bags this time than there was last year. Yeah, that was that was pretty. I saw Ronnie Moore had wrote on uh, one of the Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing pages that uh, I think last year it took 19 pounds, and, and he said it was going to be – you know, substantially less than that. And yeah, after the first day, it was like, Oh, I guess not. But and yeah. honestly, if like Schmidt only weighed 16 and a half today, if he did what he was doing, they were going to be over 80. easy. right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's really pretty crazy. Now, uh, you know, obviously rich, you know, we're getting to the end of the year, one more tournament to go on the St. Lawrence river, as you mentioned earlier. And, uh, this is going to be the first year in a couple of years that we're actually going to have an elimination at the end of the year, the guys that are sitting at the bottom of the AOI points uh, are going to be eliminated. Um, do you know how many people they are eliminating? I don't know the exact number, but I, I did hear that there will be more people eliminated than people coming in. Oh, wow. So there's 12 open anglers coming in and a Bass Nation person that's going to get an invite. Oh, wow. So it's going to be more than 13. Jeez. I didn't think it was going to be that much. Yeah, I was I thinking really, like eight. <laughs> yeah, I think the feeling that I've got talking to some lead series pros that I know and listening to what Ronnie Morris said, I feel like they want to get that field closer to 80 to 90, not so close to 100. Right. Because um, I think with the payout structure where they want to like be able to pay down to the bottom spot $2,500, I think that that's like that 80 to 85 range or so, you know, this is all just kind of conjecture. Obviously I'm, I don't, I don't work for bass. Yep, I'm not on the yep, tournament right, committee. I'm just trying to give you my perspective yep. based on what I have heard and picked up. So, and what I don't clearly understand, and I don't, I don't know who, know, you know, who makes this bright, like 
So when people take a medical exemption, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Is that one of the cuts when Brett Pruitt has retired or basically backed out? um, You know, is that already a cut or are they going to cut on top of that? Like, so that's, that's what's not clear. Uh, I wouldn't think that they would cut on top of the people that bought out. Um, So people like Brett Pruitt, um, Tyler Carrier, Tyler Carrier, they've dropped in the last couple uh, Clint Davis. Events. He's Clout. a medical. Yeah, those are both Yeah, but I mean, the, 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 like, so the Tyler and uh, Brett Pruitt were really financial, right? They basically knew, like, hey, if I win the next three events, <laughs> well, outside of winning the next three events, right, they, they, they were knew they weren't going to stack enough points to requalify. Right. And they probably weren't going to places where they felt like, hey, you know, my track record suggests I'm not going to bank a bunch of ten dollars to $20,000 checks up here. So uh, it might be better off just, you know, saving my deposits and not spending the travel money to drive to New York. Um, so I would assume those are pre-cuts, but I don't know for sure. The question is, like, Klaus, um, uh, who's the big guy from Davis. Alabama? Clint Davis. Clint Davis. Um, I think there's a uh, and then Rick Morris, but Rick Morris said he's out for sure next year already. He said he's out a couple of years, so that's almost like uh, an out, out. Yep. Um, but like, the, so let's say Klaus and Clint Davis. I don't know if they're, you know, are they holding a spot? Like Clint Davis, I think he would be in based on points because he's actually done pretty well. Right, right. but Klaus, Gary Klaus would be out. I mean, Tyler Carrier Klaus, I would imagine, said... would be out. I mean, yeah. I don't know the points exactly, but um, <clears throat> so, and I don't know how those are going to affect it, right? Um so it'll be really interesting to see. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I would expect there's – and then there's – you know, they have some exemptions, right? But I don't know if they're going to exercise those for guys like David Fritz or – Rick Klun. Rick Klun. Um, that'll be interesting to see if those are legend exemptions and did they get to do those every year or is this like one more year and then after that it's over? I don't know. I, I really don't know. It'd really think... be interesting to see, you know – uh, an elite. I mean, I guess I want to say interesting, but it would be a shock to see a 2022 elite series without Rick Lunn on the roster starting off yeah. this year. When I'm pretty sure I thought that I had heard, like for every Bassmaster Classic you won, for every Angler of the Year you won, you had, like, you know, say a token that was a Legends sure. exemption. So so I, I don't know. How many does Clun have Bassmaster Classics? Four. 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 I don't know if he's, has he had to use a token already? I don't know. You know, I mean, they didn't do exactly ALI. I mean, he hasn't really been relevant. He won two years ago. I mean, he won, right? But I mean, you know, still like he's still every once in a while. (laughs) He'll come out and he'll come out swinging the first day a few times and get your hopes up, and then the next day it'll be like, oh, okay. I don't pick him on fantasy anymore. I'll tell you that for free. (laughs) He's not a quality angler. That he's not a threat to win a tournament, but. No, His I get average angler of the year finish has not been. I mean, he hasn't made a classic in several years, which right. means he hasn't finished in the top forty in a long time. Right. So you know, Austin Felix is sitting in seventeenth. Uh, mm-hmm. Caleb Koopfall, uh, Wisconsin angler, in forty-first. Uh, Pat Schlapper so in fifty-first, and Bob Downey in fifty-seventh. As of right now, do you think all of our guys are safe? Uh, to qualify. So, it's, so like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Austin Felix is way in there, right? Yeah, he was right, right, last right. year, and he's making the classic. So he's, like, so far in. Kufal, two-year, this is his second year. So 
if you fish three years, it's a three-year rolling average. If you fish two years, it's a two-year rolling average. Oh, okay. All right. I don't remember where Kufal finished last year. No, wait, yeah. is he a rookie? No. No, no, no he's he not a rookie. Year. He fished last year. I think both him and Bob Downey both came in last yeah, year. Yeah, they both they both qualified to the Central Opens. Right. Um, I think they're doing all right. I mean, I, I don't remember them. Because I want to say Bob Downey finished like right around 50th last year. And he's right around that again this year. So um, I think, I mean, I think when you start to get in trouble is when your two year or three year average is in the 80s. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that's about what it feels like. So I don't think those guys have to go out real qualifying. Uh, obviously, Kufal right now, I think, is the first guy out of the classic cut line. Um, now, Downey. He was sitting pretty good coming into Champlain. I mean, he was only like 30 points back. Something like and that. And if he had a couple of top 30s, he was probably going to move into the Classic. But now that he, like we talked about earlier, right, you go up and catch 14 pounds a day and you finish 80th on Champlain, that's what happened to Bob. Yeah. So now I think to make the Classic, he'd have to darn near win St. Lawrence. Bob Downey finished in 51st last year. Yeah, so I, I don't think he's in danger from a cut perspective, unless no. I mean, even if I think if he finished dead last, dead yeah. last, I still don't think that pulls him down. Far enough. Right. Uh, Caleb um, Coopfall 46th last year. Yeah. So I think that there's, I mean, sitting pretty decent. Um, and, yeah, and then you, for the classic though, the one thing we can't see is there's a COVID drop. And I think that only affects, it doesn't affect AOI. It doesn't affect requalification it only affects <clears throat> classic. And that's because David Fritz dropped one tournament uh, for COVID. And before the season started, they all agreed that if one angler has to miss a tournament, either you know last year or this year because of COVID, then everybody would get a COVID drop. Um, so that will affect you know what I mean, like exactly what we see on the OI standings on the Bassmaster website does not reflect the COVID drop. So that really won't get. I don't know how quickly they'll be able to calculate all that come the end of this week at the St. Lawrence. But so that there could be some slight uh, jockeying on that cut line for the classic come end of this week. All right, that'd be interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. I, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I didn't realize that, that they were doing that. Yeah. But to be clear, John Cox can't drop his DQ. <laughs> right. So okay. Because that would be like a get out of jail free card. Exactly. Right? Right. If you could drop a DQ. Um, so his drop will be Lay Lake or not Lay Lake. Uh, Kusa. Kusa River? Yeah, which Kusa River? The one that, uh, oh, what's his name? One, <laughs> the young kid in Alabama. Um, oh, um, the little guy. Yeah, Logan. Yeah. West Logan. Logan. Yeah. West Logan, yeah. He won on, I forget what. Yeah, I can't remember which one that one. Sabine? It wasn't the no, Sabine. No, that it's was. Alabama. It's the Kusa River, but I can't remember the name yeah. of the reservoir. Um, but anyways, so like, yeah, Cox finished like last or next yeah, to last way down there. three points. So basically that's his drop. But so he's like sitting in 30th, but he's DQ'd. So he's going to fall out with the classic most certainly. Neely Henry. Neely Henry. Neely yeah. Henry. Yeah. 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 So Neely like Henry. technically I would think, uh, you know, forecasting ahead, Kufal becomes the first one in if he catches them 
uh, on the St. Lawrence. Yeah. Because nice. Cox, I think, regardless of how the drops, he's going to fall out missing this last event. Yeah. All right, Rich. Uh, you saw it. I posted a picture of it uh, on Facebook. Uh, Cox rolls through uh, weigh-ins uh, the last day in an MLF jersey. Uh, what do you think that means? Well, I still think the admin should have took your post down. <laughs> but um, that aside, I mean, I think it was intentional 100%. For sure. I don't think it was an accident. Um, I think it is a little bit of shots fired. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a fine. You think I so? I would think. You I mean, think that there would be. But does I he, mean, it may I not mean, be stiff, but I bet you it would be at least like a $500 fine or something like that. I mean, is it off of his paycheck? in this tournament because i mean I if he walks out with his full paycheck and he's going to mlf sorry but he's going to stick his middle finger up and say sorry bass but i mean you guys can kiss my butt and you know i'm i'm going to mlf and god you know send somebody else that fine because it ain't going to be me but i don't yeah, I would know. assume they would deduct it and, and, and i had heard that he was still i mean i don't know when this was said but he still had hopes of fishing multiple tours next year well, that's, you know, he had talked about that, but I mean, who knows? Maybe he's going to fish, you know, the TNPFL. I mean, let's be honest. If he shows up to most of those tournaments, I mean, I don't know. Like I'd, I'd kind of pick him as a favorite in most of them, you know, right? I mean. Yeah. I mean, as a guy that builds his whole career around, you know, making $10,000 checks, I mean, I think he would make plenty of them in the league. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's not talking crap on those guys. I mean, but. Let's be honest. I mean, dude's one of the top bass fishing guys in the world. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much does it on the pro circuit, BPT, and bass with little to no practice. So, Right. I mean, I think we'd all agree the league is at least a half a step down. So, um, When I think I would assume that most of the guys in the TNPFL would would say the same thing, you know. I mean, yeah. they, they. I mean, there's some good dudes on there. but I mean, there's some guys that definitely yeah. king, but right. top to bottom, it's right. not as deep a field. Yeah. You'd always be consistently up there. You would think battling for it, but how about you? Like you mentioned, like twelve anglers that are coming in spots and stuff like that. Is there any guys like down in the opens or the nation that you think that are gonna fit right into the elite series? Might surprise people next year. You got your eye on anybody? Oh, man, I haven't really been watching the points. They're still. I think they're only like halfway through. <laughs> That's um, true. They are. Yeah, they're so way there's behind. There's a lot of fishing right. to go yet in the open. So like the the elite series is really front loaded in the calendar year, and the opens are back loaded. Yeah, for I think for COVID scheduling reasons. It is. I mean, Krosnick is leading the all around, right? So right. I think yeah, as long as he keeps catching them, uh, he's been there before. I would expect him to fit right in and just be another guy that's going to be battling. Um, I don't know all the other names. Denny you know, Fiedler's in fourth in the in the. All yeah, around Minnetonka. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of dudes that are that Andy Rebar. Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. Andy right. Rebar. He's from Prior Lake. He's yeah. just uh, down the road. I mean, he's in yep. 10th. I mean, I, Joel Willard's in 13th. Matt Payne yeah, Rebar from, was one spot out last year. Really? Yeah. Andrew Upshaw. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of names that are on I mean, there. Yeah. Yet. I mean, there's a lot of guys. And the thing is you look at the all around and then you have each division, the top three. So we haven't even started the Northerns yet. Have we? Um, I don't think the Northerns have started yet. Yeah. Polinick won it. Oh yeah. Oh, James. Yep. Yeah, James yeah. Are, yeah. Yep. Which Ike is fishing the Northerns. Yep. 
So it's, it's too hard. How crazy <laughs> is this? Like, I mean, like, who? I, I swear to God that bass fishing like secretly has more drama than like seventh grade girls volleyball. Like, I mean, it just like it. it it's kind of. I mean, the guy that technically owns part of MLF is is you know bowing out of MLF and he's going to fish the opens and he won't really tell anyone what he's doing and I don't know. That's crazy. But I think. The three guys that make it through the all-around points, they'll be ready to play. Yeah. Right? They're fishing a nine-tournament series from Florida to Oklahoma to to New York, right? And everywhere in between. If, if you catch them against that 200-boat field and finish in the top three in those nine tournaments, you're going to be ready to play on the ends. I mean, yeah, you're you're fishing, I mean, A, against guys like Jacob Rosnick, but you're also fishing against the best local sticks there are. And, I mean, that's that's a gauntlet. Like, that's, I don't know. How, so, now yeah. the guys that finish from each division, I think that'll be a little bit more of a coin flip. There'll be some guys that do, uh, and there'll be some guys that'll be like, hey, one lake was my home lake. Uh, one lake I got lucky, and I had a buddy that helped me on another lake, and I made it. You know what I mean? Right. Like that yeah. can happen in the opens with three events. Yeah, with only or three now three. instead of four. Yeah. So, when you qualify through a single division, yeah, I mean, you 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 look back at the track record. There's been plenty of guys that have like made it through the opens on their first and second try out of a single division, and they, you know, they kind of fade out of the elites. And some of them make it, but I would say it's it's a fifty fifty proposition if you qualify out of a single division of the opens right now uh obviously there's there's no more aoi tournament and maybe you know like you said rich if they're trying to knock that down to to 80 anglers for next year or you know something in that ballpark maybe they'll bring that aoi tournament back but uh outside of lacrosse do you see any Bassmaster tournaments coming back up to the upper midwest will they try the missouri river again i mean could they ever do a lake of the woods uh you know is is there anything up here that we have to offer aside from over there in Michigan? I mean, from a fish. So the, part of the problem is Minnesota, like the DNR makes it really difficult from a permitting standpoint and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, okay. Um, I mean, obviously they had an AOI on Mille Lacs. I mean, there's a couple places that I think Vermilion and Leach would be great elite series venues. Yeah, they would. Um, those would be two that I would like to see. But is it going to happen? I would say it's less likely than likely. I don't know, you know, how things went in South Dakota. I mean, the guys said they liked it out there, but I mean, man, I mean, you guys have been out there. It's, it's <laughs> desert out there. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 you said it right, right there. When you said you guys have been out there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the Missouri River. I mean, but, I mean infrastructure. It's cool. It is. It's, it's yeah, cool. I mean, it's cool. I mean, but like from a community infrastructure, there's just not a lot there yeah i yeah you're not i mean you're not getting the fort worths you're not getting you know i i don't know how big uh, uh bass isn't king out there so well, that's it, for sure it, it, i mean it's hard to justify coming in out there where people it's almost like a foreign thing to them but we don't have a whole lot to do neither so i mean you know like when you see some truck that says bass master on the side like what the you know i mean that that truck comes rolling into chamberlain i mean I don't know. I feel like maybe people go snoop around, say, check it out. I mean, if you offer free hot dogs, I mean, you get people from the other side of the state to come in. That's right. I mean, Vermilion has a really nice casino. Fortune okay. Casino, yeah. Uh, with a really like high level golf course. Um, I mean, the, the, the Cook 
tower area is kind of built for tourism. Right. Yeah, it is. Uh, they have had two northern divisionals for Bass Nation in the last eight years. So they've clearly ponied up some money to Bass for that. So I would say if it's going to happen, it would be Vermilion. Now, I mean, we actually had thought we had heard some inside stuff. I I think at one point in time, Bassmaster was talking to Pierre. Was right. it Pierre? That's where they were last time. But I, I mean, I think that they were talking to him last year, talking about coming out again this year. And, and, you know, that didn't happen with the elites. You know, maybe an open will come out there. But I don't know. Do you think do you think we're going to have a lacrosse tournament coming down the pipe? It could. Uh, the only thing I would say is that lacrosse has just been getting ham. I mean, they've had a bunch of, I mean, I think, was it last year Bass had their world high school championships out of lacrosse? I think, I mean, it was, it was recently, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so, I mean, lacrosse is definitely getting, you know, all. I mean, lots of stuff, right? FLW and uh, MLF and Bass. And so, I, I mean. RIP FLW. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would say it's only a matter of time. I, I mean, is it is it next year or is it three years? Is it five years? Yeah, they'll be back to lacrosse. Well, that's exciting. I, I, what what do you think? You you hope it's an open or you hope it's an elite series? I mean, I, I guess I haven't been. I think I went down to one. I think the first time the elites I went to lacrosse. Now they've been there what, three times. I didn't go the other two times, but. I mean, it's cool to see and have them on a pond like you've been, but I actually, I mean, like, now that I've traveled and I've fished Gunnersville and i finished fish Pickwick, it's almost just as cool to watch them fish Pickwick and Gunnersville because I'm, you know, I've seen those lakes and I'm familiar and, like, you see the landmarks and the backgrounds. So, I mean, anytime they're fishing a place that you've been, it's cool to watch. Hum- humble brag. Watching on TV <laughs> or online. Yeah. Yeah, well, for those of us that haven't been down there, Bring them back to lacrosse. <laughs> Get them close, so they're within driving distance, right? I, I yeah, would, I, mean, I would drive out there right now, no matter what. I'd like to marshal it. I think yeah, you would I too, think Matt. It'd be a fun time to marshal. Did you guys go last time? I went. I went when the Elite Series was there back in 2006, and just watched like the takeoffs and the weigh-ins, and then I fished the open as a co-angler when they were there sure. a couple years ago. So, would you ever think about throwing your hat in the mix uh, if the opens came back there? Rich? Um, I don't know. Maybe. It depends. Uh, maybe in a couple of years. Kids get a little older. I might think about fishing the opens or the closest or something like that. If you do, if you fish an open, uh, we'll get some temporary tattoos that say Midwest Angler Podcast and you can put one on your forehead. <laughs> we'll give you free pops. <laughs> right across it. your throat. That would look better. Right oh, across your throat. <laughs> no one messes with a guy with a throat no, tattoo. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Rich, if you had to get a throat tattoo, what would you get? Just a probably, maybe like a, a hook, like a straight shank hook, like piercing on the side of it. That's badass. Uh, I was hoping you were going to say like hella bass in like old English lettering <laughs> or something like that. He's already got that across <laughs> his chest. <laughs> Tramp stamp. Yeah, when he was up at state prison. <laughs> Uh, I did have a guy yell, hey, Hellabass, as I was back in my trailer and moved my boat today. Really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's you, pretty cool. Do you get that very often? A little a little more lately. Like, the last couple times I've been in to, like, like ask some kid that, uh, they call it Gannon, but it's Camping World now. 
And uh, I was like, are these life jackets on sale? And he's like, are you hella bass? <laughs> Did you are say they, are they on sale? Are they, they are? Yeah, I was going to say, I am if they're on sale. <laughs> Otherwise, they're like, hey, are you that guy from Sam Sobey's video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's all right, too. Take it that's any way a, you yeah, can get it. Right. You guys won that one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, heck We've yeah. won uh, the two tournaments we've fished together. Yep. Hey, you were on you were on Big Stone recently, weren't you? I was. Did it live up to all all the hype that we? I haven't been up there to was Big it Stone. Big Stone. Yeah, uh, it, it absolutely was. I will be coming back there for sure. Really? Um, practice was great. The tournament was great. Um, we had a seventeen boat tournament. Uh, there were ten bags over twenty pounds out of seventeen boats. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And there were worked. five twenty-two pound bags. What uh? What tournament series was that? Uh, the Minnesota TBF Team Trail. Okay. Was Harry Ladner? Uh, it's been. I nope. did him. No. No, he doesn't. Boy, he never heard of he, her. <laughs> never heard of her. <laughs> he can catch him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rich. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We, you know, I, I think we've covered most of what we uh, we wanted to cover. Uh, before we let you go, um, you want to throw out your uh, social media. Uh, places where the guys can find you? Sure, absolutely. One more thing, in case people don't know. The winner of the St. Lawrence tournament gets a classic bid. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So because they don't have the AOI, and they didn't do that for Texas Fest, and I think because there's so many cuts as a carrot to get people to fish the whole season and guys not just to drop out, right? They put a win in your in on the SLR. So... Um, watch for that that could change some people's strategies right oh, like for if sure you're, if you're bob downey right you can make classic if you win yeah no, so, that, what that's, that's free I mean, ten thousand bucks right ten thousand bucks just show up to the classic right, right? yeah well plus the hundred thousand yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know that's a i mean that's a big deal well, you know start your next year off right yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. so yeah cool yeah thanks yeah so you guys can find me hella bass anywhere uh, the main thing is YouTube, uh, putting out a lot of videos. Uh, there is a Hella Bass podcast. There's Hella Bass on Instagram. There's some Twitter. There's some TikTok. But I would say really it's it's uh, uh, YouTube first and foremost. Uh, Instagram's probably next. And then if you're the kind of person that listens to podcasts like the one you're listening to right now, I don't know why you would. But if you want to actually learn something about bass fishing, just search Hella Bass in your favorite podcast you, app. <laughs> you do you do do a lot of educational stuff, and I and we appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, so when you have fun, you yuck it up with the Midwest Angler Podcast, and then when you want to uh, learn something, then uh, hop over and listen to Hella Bass. There's you know a lot. So basically, all my live streams that I do on YouTube on Wednesday nights. You know, recently I had Bob Downey on. I had Austin Felix on. Uh, you know, had Brad Holman on, you had Gussie Gary Dobbins, on. lots of guys, right? Yeah. So yep. all of those end up being podcasts. So if you can't catch the live stream when you're out walking the dog, hitting the gym, driving the lake, it's a great way to catch up and, and entertain yourself. Yep. And another thing that you do, uh, you also have a uh, have a fantasy fishing deal called Beat Hella Bass. Uh, you know, obviously it's too late in the year really to join that. But uh, the cool part about what you do, Rich, is uh, you, you live up to the name, Beat Hellabass. You let everybody beat, in the group yeah. beat Hellabass. So, I mean, <laughs> that's awfully nice of you, you know. Kinda. I don't know if everybody beat me this week because I was the best in the pundit group at oh, Bassmaster right. this week. I had 12-18, I think. Uh, you had a heck of a tournament. Yeah. You I did. Beat. I was only 11-something, but uh, I, beat, I beat Ronnie. 
I beat Kyle Jesse. I beat Cole Greathouse. I beat everybody in the uh, the pundit group at Bassmaster. So, you guys um, got like a little group text where you talk some trash? It's email. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, so I officially pulled back in front of Ronnie again for the season standings. So good. Good. He gets to stand in front of a screen of knowledge on Bassmaster Live. <laughs> That's right. But you got to yeah, remind. He's still behind that. me. Yeah. And everybody in my group beats me, so I don't know if Ronnie really knows anything. It's just Minnesota's <laughs> year. I mean, you know, technically, uh, you know, with the pundits, uh, we're, we're thinking Rich is going to pull off Angler of the Year. Fighter's going to pull off Angler of the Year for the total elite series. Like, yeah, I mean. It's, you, you, it's think, a, you think you could beat Ronnie Moore in a wing-eating contest? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, 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 <laughs> what's, your flavor, what's your flavor, Rich? Uh, also, I, I, I would beat Ronnie in the boat, too. Just in, to be clear. In the like boat. You guys should get ahead. You guys should have a pundit tournament. Like a real one. Like That's what I mean. Like You guys should all get together and have one of those. I like my chances against the pundits when it comes to actual fishing. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Here Shots we go. fired. I mean, the he's first... basically wearing an MLF jersey across a bass stage right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would say day in and day out, I'm a traditional buffalo guy. I like that kind of medium, not too spicy, not... Uh, but I like to dabble in some like Asian zing and some spicy garlic. Uh, keep my options open. Okay, but ranch, I, I ranch like a dressing. Dry rub sometimes ooh, too. Ooh, ooh, dry rub. Yeah. You you ranching? Cheese. Blue cheese. <clears throat> Just puked a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> and boneless wings or chicken nuggets. Just that's right. That's correct. That's that right. That's correct. They're on the kids' meal. all right rich man uh we definitely appreciate you uh taking time out a lot of fun bsing with you and uh yeah hopefully we'll uh have you on here again absolutely thanks for having me on special thanks to all the people that didn't answer their phone today uh to let me make it the cut so thanks for having me on (laughs) see ya later and there goes mr hellabass talking hellabass kicking hellabass rich lingren Hella bass. Just talking trash. Talking trash. Yeah. That should be there there you go. That why, why isn't hella that like trash. Hella, <laughs> I was gonna say talking trash and catching bass. Talking trash and catching bass. You know, I'm I'm getting behind because that would be a, a good t shirt for us to make and to send up to Rich. And I still am supposed to be sending up Will Pappenfoos uh, a sticker for Cookie Cutter 20s, 28s. Yeah. Uh, cookie, cookie Cutter, cutter 28s. 28s. So. Uh, damn it. Just a hell of a problem. Just a hell of a problem. Um, no, uh, we appreciate Rich uh, stopping in. Uh, God dang it. He's, he's, been giving, he's been giving us a lot of hell on Facebook. Uh, Which is good. You bet. You bet. Yeah. Uh, um, because we we've been it. giving him hell back. Right, we need it. We've been giving him hell back, and I think I think it's about time that we turn up the heat a little bit. That's right. We keep wasting his an hour of his time every week, so yeah, <laughs> without him realizing it. So. No, no, it's uh, God dang it, it's it's fun to have a guy like that listen and and then turn around and interact with us about the episode. So uh, yeah, that's badass. Uh, yeah. Uh, now moving along, uh, I guess. I know. Good news stories, Matt. Good news stories. I, you know, I've been down at the river a lot lately, and uh, the other day when we were down there, it was raining out, but there was a bunch of families out there enjoying it and trying to catch some fish, so that's pretty cool to see all that going on. A bunch of parents out there with their little ones, and hopefully they caught some fish. Uh, again, all the kids that are in town when I've been down there, down there fishing, that's always fun to see, getting to talk to a lot of those kids. I don't get to see them all summer long, so... 
it's kind of my good news story of the week is just all those families getting out there and enjoying our resource here in town. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go, uh, you know, last week, uh, for those of you guys that listened, uh, know that I got a little heated at the open water fishing, South Dakota, Facebook page. And, uh, um, actually today Matt messaged me and, and he said, did you see that there's another guy who's a little pissed off at the open water fishing South Dakota Facebook page? So, uh, I went on there and, uh, there were, there was a guy who, um, got his post deleted last week. He was asking about fishing information in the Yankton area. Uh, some, somebody got on there, started yakking at him, kind of went back and forth. Post got deleted guy was upset you know hey i wasn't being an idiot i don't know if his post got deleted but i think that what happened is he asked the admins to delete some of the comments that the guys were making on there okay because they're kind of i mean they were just coming in with just nothing relevant to what he had asked he asked a logical question and then guys got on there and started like kind of saying some stuff about other things so he must have messaged the admins about it and they didn't do anything so then he kind of like was like hey you know you know, can one of you guys get a hold of me so I can get a, talk to the, you about this? And yeah. okay, okay, so so they won't delete it when you ask, right? But, but, They'll delete it when you don't okay. ask. Okay. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe my maybe <laughs> next. <laughs> but um, I I so I went on there. I wrote and I said, hey, you know, I I personally also think that uh, that things have kind of gotten a little goofy on this group. Uh, my post got deleted, and I don't think that there was any any reason for it to get deleted and uh so i had uh, one of the admins actually reach out to me and said what is the issue with your post i told him what i posted uh you know told him i didn't think anyone was really being out of line he said hmm, i didn't delete it i'll reach out and ask why so i got a message back uh, about 45 minutes to an hour later that said i found out why it was removed it was up 20 minutes and had 40 comments and was heading south we try to keep these pages as clean as possible. These are intended for family and are supposed to be children friendly. Unfortunately, many of the people commenting don't respect others and things get negative and vulgar very quickly. We try to do our best to moderate these pages and to have a good, clean page. None of us benefit from people bringing their drama to any page. Not saying you or your post was inappropriate. Just saying we cannot and should not have to watch a post 24-7 because of a few rotten apples. I hope this brings transparency to your question. Best regards. And then his name. And, you know, I, I wrote back and I said, hey, I get it. This is a, this is a thankless job. Yep. You know, I get it that... I mean, you got a job, you got a family, you know, who needs to be sitting there watching for 24 seven. Yep. You know, I mean, this, this is all, this isn't to, this isn't to support drama, you know, whatever. But I said, I also don't think, you know, I, I sent him a couple screenshots of some of the answers that I could get when I, when I realized it was being deleted, I could still go on there and, and take a couple screenshots of, uh, of what was up there. Um, and, and the stuff that I sent him was, you know, all regular, uh, you know, regular stuff that, you know, people said, you know, hey, we'd like to have 10 days before out-of-state residents uh, can, can uh, you know, get camping spots in state parks. You know, people saying, I, I feel all out-of-staters are respectful. You know, it was just a lot of good dialogue. And, and that's why it was disappointing to me that it got deleted. Um, but I, I will give this guy credit uh 
I feel, you know, he did his part by, you know, reaching out and figuring out, you know, hey, why was it deleted? Uh, I I tip my hat to him that he was able to uh, to message me back. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd say he's got one moderator that's an idiot. That still probably gets my middle fingers. But uh, this right. dude himself, uh, he, he seems like a solid dude. And, and, and at the end of the day, the page is good. You know, I mean, it's fishing pictures. It's, you know, people trying to help people out. But... God dang it. I, I've said it before. There's just a small percentage of people that are freaking morons. and Right. No, well, and sometimes they just can't be afraid to hit the delete on those delete people. Them. Delete them. I you mean, see them writing you, off something yeah, stupid? Right. Delete them. Who right. cares? You know, if they've done it once, it's like, okay, but if they do it more than that, you, yeah. know, you get, get rid of them. Give a good, solid uh, explanation. Pin it to the top of the page that, yep. hey, if you're on here and you're cussing something fierce or... If you say some sort of derogatory terms, yep, you're out. done. You're no, out. Yep. Like we, we don't need no you. questions asked. Because yep. I mean, let's be honest. If some dude has a has a four letter word uh, laced Facebook, you know, answer to somebody's deal. I mean, be, yeah. That that's how this dude is. Right. That's how this lady is. Exactly. Like we don't need them. Uh, you know, I mean, if if they're if they're dropping derogatory terms, whether it be towards ladies or minorities or or whatever. Get we don't need them. them. We right. don't need them. Like, yep. I mean, if that's how they feel, get them the hell out of here. Yep. Like, they are going to bring nothing good to this group at exactly. that point. So no, uh, that's a good point. That's the way I feel. I mean, they, they they, pretty much laid it out there. This is what they are, so we don't need them. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. That was kind of a goofy, uh, uh, you know, I, I felt like I had to, I felt like I had to do no, the guy good. justice I mean, and he, put it out there. I don't know if that's a good news story, but I'm going to use it as my good news story. So, uh, um, yeah, I guess... Uh, it is what it is. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, please give us grace over the next couple weeks as, as I'm gone and as Matt's gone. Um, we're going to do our best, and, and we're going to kick out episodes. Uh, I just I don't know what they're going to be, when they're going to be, um, but, but we'll see what happens. Uh, if you want to know for sure, hit that subscribe button. That's exactly right. That is right. Hit it. Hit that damn subscribe or, button. Or gently push it down. Give us some three-star reviews. I don't care. <laughs> do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll hopefully see you guys next week. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you later.